0: Welcome to the world as we know it today. January 10th, 2021. Politics, prophecy, religion, and a bit of philosophy all in the mix. Reacting to the day's news and how it affects us. Bringing current events into a biblical perspective. Today, what a day. What a week. What a deal. We've had so much go on that it is definitely drinking through a fire hose. There's so much so much going on, you really have to kind of pick a side. And that is really what's happening. The, uh, the wheat from the chaff, the separations are happening. Um, it's happening on an hourly basis now, not just week by week, day by day. Um, things are speeding up. So hang in there. Uh, everybody that's listening to this or listening to other people, you know what's going on. Uh, just hang in there. Uh, be patient, be prayerful. Don't get overworked, do not take actions that you would regret later, no matter what they are. But, uh, in a discussion of what's going on now, the purge is on. Now that the narrative is being pushed around the country that Trump is inciting riots, they will take that information and, and create a purge. They've been practicing this purge for years They've been trying different things and getting good at it, and now they're ready. And this was their trigger event. Uh, Whether you believe in some of the conspiracy theories out there, that it was set up, that it was planned or not, I don't know if that matters too much. Uh, It'll be information that will come out in the future. I have my own thoughts on it and some information, but you just don't know. In this world today, we're going to have to create our own economy as conservatives and probably as Christians that will be difficult in some ways for instance cell phones Um, I wish there was a third choice that's good there isn't I need to do certain things I need to be on Facebook for business there are certain things I do have to do but on the other places I am working I will not be on them Uh, I never downloaded Twitter Uh, it was a dumpster fire from day one I saw this coming five years ago and I never touched Twitter couldn't have cared less about it complete waste of time Uh, Facebook limited limited use I use it 10 minutes a day maybe and some of that's for business Um, Amazon I may keep the account as a business account but I am not buying from Amazon in fact what I'm gonna do is if I shop on Amazon I will just look at the store find out who the author is shut down Amazon go to that store and shop there it is a good source for just finding things but so, what you know, shop local that's the most important thing. Uh, use your local people, be a little more patient. Um, the way things are going, shipping and sourcing is not all going to be that great anyway uh, with the pandemic. But um, parlor is going to be done here in just a few hours, as far as I know, and this will be the last post of a parlor app for me as many people hopefully will be back up and running I will be on the web I will be on a browser using parlor I will not switch I will not change they've got the right idea it's definitely home if they keep doing what they're doing but uh, everybody's gonna do their own thing uh, I really wish parlor will come back on apps but if they don't I will continue no matter what and so will most people that we want to hear from so uh, you'll have to make up your own mind on that but uh, I would highly consider at least staying with Parlor, no matter what. Even if you choose some other avenues to communicate, but at the end of the day, that's what it's about: communicating, getting the news out there. Um, sure, there's some idiots, there's some dumpster fire people, even on Parlor, but they're not that hard to weed out if you have a brain. Um, I block a few people here and there on Parlor just because I don't want to hear from them. There's a couple of people saying, you know, hang somebody or do somebody violence. No, that's not going to work. And I block them, too. I turn them off. I just shut them down. And I'm sure John Mates is going to do fine on that in the future. As Google has done over the years, they had this same problem five or six years ago. they were just more experienced at it now. They had a lot of dumpster fires on their system, too and uh, Twitter had lots of problems that's why they developed some of the policies they've developed except they got political Um, you know free speech is free speech so you know but in today's world we are living in two narratives one a conservative libertarian you know whatever you want to say and one a radical left the the issue is who gets to win the narrative That is where it lands. If you win enough of the narrative, you get what you want, no matter what the truth is. And uh, that's what they're trying to do now. They're trying to win the narrative that Trump is a terrorist, and if you believe what we believe, you know, the election was stolen, and there's lots of problems, you're a terrorist, and blah, blah, blah. They're giving more permission to people to be violent, in fact, with this. I've seen a couple of good um, videos already with just normal people with MAGA hats on walking down the street, getting accosted, and the police in New York doing nothing. Uh, it's very interesting to watch, and in support of the police, it's sad to see. It's sad to see the loss of life. Both ways, you know, we had a uh, officer die, sicknic, you know, some physical injury. They really won't tell us what happened, but uh, something happened, and that's not good. We had a protester incursionist shot in the neck by a cop probably accidentally because he's an idiot, but um, you'll hear nothing of that. There will be no charges. They will go quietly into the night. Even now when we have some power uh, the Justice Department will be silent on this and that is part of the reason that people are getting angry. There are two systems. In this country and uh, that that can't continue Uh, one of the systems will win and uh, it may take years for it to happen but one of these systems will win it's very possible that the conservatives will start a new party if trump decides to there's a really good chance that will happen and uh, we could take 30 60 million people with us vote in our own people And really have all the power in Congress after that because nothing would get done if you had 20-30% control of Congress and the Democrats and Republicans would be just standing there with their hands up their butt uh, because they could never get a majority without us Um, that's the only avenue I see other than taking over the Republican Party uh, canceling so to speak since that's the word of the day all the all the Republicans that are cowards basically, you know, and uh, that's going to be a tough haul. But locally, make a lot more difference, I think. So keep that in mind. So prophetically, I've been. I think about this a lot. I pray a lot about it. There's a lot of people saying Trump will have two terms. There's a lot of people that saying you know we will be victorious, and there's a lot of truth to come out. A lot of breaking things Um, I would love to see that happen but you know prophecy in today's world is tricky and sometimes prophecy can be delayed sometimes it can be unfulfilled sometimes you can just be wrong and if you're wrong you're wrong Uh, I would stop listening to you then Uh, I've been around some real prophetic people so uh, for years. So I'm, I'm fairly critical of prophets because I expect very, very high standards. I, I don't listen to many of them because of that. Uh, you know, uh, the prophets of today really should be encouraging people in their lives to, to fulfill their, their God-given destinies in their lives as much as anything. And then they get into, you know, the political movement of a nation. I don't know if they should. I think some of them get a little full of themselves, if you might say, and feel like they have to say something. You know, some of them might be right, but only time will tell. And prophetic things can be delayed as well. In fact, sometimes prophetic can be delayed 50 years. I mean, once a prophetic utterance from God truly comes out, it is never taken back. It will be fulfilled somewhere, even through a bloodline, I believe. Uh, that's that's where my study takes me. So, you know, maybe we're looking at Donald Trump Jr. in a few years. Uh, you don't know. And uh, so that's why I, I'm, I've i got my foot in both sides on this and will firmly keep them there. So just remember, uh, politics is downstream of culture and Culture is downstream of God, the one true God. Yeshua Hamashiach. So that is always the way it's going to be. Live that. Keep that in your in your mind when you think about things, and you'll be okay. One of the things I see is that we have no principles anymore, uh, in especially the mainstream media politics. There's no standards, there's no principles being operated. They say they're principles, but they're not. For example, I can even, I can even uh, delineate a secular principle that is mimicked in the biblical principle of aggression or violence. I believe in the non-aggression principle secularly, or also known as the zero aggression principle. It means that aside from self-defense, you do not use violence so that is where i'm at that is my principle so if you ask me to follow you and run into the building uh congress building and take over the building and break windows and potentially hurt people and chase down cops and hold stupid spears because you're QAnon, i don't know what you're doing but if you're going to ask me to do that i'm just going to look at you and say you're an idiot go away you know um But we don't have those standards we can we can invent any activity we want to be bad we can make things up on the route and 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 change the words of a dictionary on the fly to make our narrative true so this is where we are that's where the how the cancel culture operates and if you think you're part of the cancel culture and you're never going to get canceled or you're never going to have a problem you're just next you might be safe today but you're next that's the truth Uh, so some good Earl Grey here so what next another unbelievable week a lot of stupid people saying stupid things but they have power Uh, the potential that Trump and Trump's team will put out some unbelievable evidence that can't be ignored. You've got Nancy's laptop out there, you've got the Italian Supreme Court testimony about changing votes in the United States. Uh, You've got a lot of um, information out there that is, some of it, very new. Um, You know, but with cancel culture, Will it even get out there? Will it even see the light of day? If it's going to see the light of day, it will be, as I said in my last podcast, simply a miracle of God. It will be all the glory to God if this happens. And it will still be the glory of God if it doesn't. He will have the last word. So just be of strong courage. Stick to principles, know what they are, think about your principles. Know what you believe, know why you believe it, study, read, make sure it's right. If it's wrong, change it, do something different. Be willing to change if you see something that is evidential that says you were wrong. Be willing to change. Don't approve of violence anywhere for anything, for any reason except self-defense. And uh, be careful who you listen to. Uh, on a daily basis. I have a circle of people that I listen to and very careful to move outside of that Uh, after years of knowing what the difference is. Even me you know spend time checking out what I say you know I don't get into a lot of details sometimes I stay with principles and movements and things Uh, you know there's a lot of good people doing, doing the details and I feel like you just need to know from a Christian perspective, you know, what principles we should operate under, where we're at now. You know, like I, I say, the podcast is called The World As We Know It. So be of good courage. Be strong. Don't get too worked up. Be patient. And remember, life, it's a beautiful thing.